I don't even think Pat was getting the AARP mailers the last time the Twins won a playoff game. 19, 19 <laughs> no. years. Finally, oh, Pat. Oh, four. Let's see. Oh, four. 20 years. Yeah. Hell, I was a young guy in my 50s then, for God's <laughs> sakes, thinking, what are all these old people doing hanging around here? But, uh, 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 you know, who, was, uh, who threw out the first ball? I and mean, his arm ain't what it used to be, Tom Kelly, because he yeah. had to walk down to about 40 feet and he still bounced it. But uh, uh, as a man who loves fielding a defense, uh, he had to enjoy that game, didn't he? Because uh, catching the ball, uh, uh, pitching and catching the ball were always his uh, number one uh, thing. He would, you know, if you couldn't catch the ball, he didn't want you on the field. So uh, that was a uh, starting off very poorly when uh, Jorge threw the ball away. After that, they were great in the field. Michael Taylor. Michael Taylor's uh, probably a better center fielder right now than Buxton would be, and uh, obviously uh, not uh, not at 100%. And uh, Correa's play was fantastic. The more you watch it, the more you can't believe it. And uh, and just and then Solano, I went down to Judd and says, "What's this idiot taking Kirilov out of the game? You want to be playing defense?" And then Solano ends up making the play. So it was a, uh, in that sense, it was kind of a just one of those days that everything you did went right, you know? So it was, yeah, it was yeah. great. But Royce Lewis, man, alive. That second home run to right field. Falby <laughs> um, said he looked like it was hit to him. It looked like he was hitting, sitting on, hit, sitting on a slider. They threw him a fastball and he still hit it out of the ballpark. So what did you make? So Alex Rodriguez on the broadcast pointed out a couple times in great detail. He said, if you look at the body language of twins hitters, they're not even offering or flinching at some really good splitties that are, Right yeah, the, well, that, he thought they might have picked something up and were just sort of ignoring well, that the was the story when they knocked him around in uh in Toronto right that they didn't they didn't sing it they didn't swing at any splitters and uh and they, they were wondering and I think didn't the Blue Jays do something uh, after that they found uh, they found something that he was showing and uh I, I can't remember what it was but the story was that uh it was covered more in Toronto than it was here, but that uh, they, they detected something not in his grip, but some little habit he had before he threw it, and uh, and he and he he stopped doing that. And I I don't know. I I think what, that's a Rod probably uh, trying to say something uh, intuitive that he probably had no idea what he was talking about, and uh, he remembered that they uh, that they'd said the same thing about it in uh, and I it, I I. Did see, uh, you know, he did some swings and misses at at, at the splitter, but uh, I don't think he was ahead in the count enough to throw it that much. So, you know, yeah. so, but uh, yeah, that that could have been because they've had good success with him. But they only got, you know, Royce hit the two home runs. They only had three other singles in a game. I think only one other hit off him, maybe two. So it's not like they were knocking him all over the ballpark. Yeah. So where where does the uh, Correa play in, in your mind, Patrick? And, and obviously, this is not a league championship or World Series, but where does it rank among Twins postseason defensive gems? Because that's one of the best, like like the reaction yeah. time, the intuitive instinct to go to get there. I saw a replay that uh, was behind home plate this morning 
it's even more incredible because he's basically parallel with second base when he starts running yeah. to get the ball. They, uh, Bobby Nightingale uh, counted it up nine strides, but those were long strides, you know, with that plantar fasciitis. That was he was uh, he wasn't too worried about that. I, I think the intuition of he, what his quote was that he could see he could see in. Well, Bichette's eyes that he was going to uh, try to score on that ball. And that's when he took off like a madman to uh, get to the ball. I, I, you know, it's such a unique play that I don't know how you rate it. You know, I mean, puck jumping up and catching the ball off the plexiglass. That's a play you see made. You see people attempt, right? I mean, this play is, uh, I, uh, I think a couple, three people I talked to said, never seen a play like that so they don't know how to rate it but it was a fantastic play it's a little bit it's different but it's a little like the the jeter play from 22 years ago against the a's where it's a it's a ball that's gone awry in the infield and someone needs to do something yeah and 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 jeter and jeter saw the ball kind of coming in he was going to miss the cutoff man he so he he had this vision from you know the ball's being thrown. It looks off target. I need to save the play. And it was kind of the same thing where, oh, the ball is on the ground. He's going to try and score. And the foot looked fine on that play, Pat. I'll tell you that All much. All right. I got my phone ringing over here. We'll have to ignore the damn thing. Oh. So, uh, uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, Roy Smalley, who saw a lot of good plays, he didn't make that many in shortstop. <laughs> he stood, he was, his range was not exa- – Roy, Roy wouldn't have made that play. Let's put it that way. Uh, Roy would not have uh, have uh, had, had the speed to – he would have had the gate, but not the speed to make that play. Yeah. But he uh, went – I don't see him on Twitter that often, but he went on Twitter to declare it at least the equal of Jeter's play and one of the best plays of all time. And he, he didn't just – he just didn't come out and say that because he wanted to kiss up to Gray or not. He, he actually believed it. And when you see it, you, uh, you actually, uh, when, you know, I, I, I watched it just, I replayed it, just watched it on replay once at, at the ballpark. But this morning I watched it four or five times. It is, uh, it is and, and we've talked about this, but, you know, it's easy to rip the guy and the amount of money he's making, $36 million. This team would have won. Well, they still would have won the division probably by, but probably by winning seventy nine games. With if they didn't have him at shortstop, this would be a, this would be a. I said yesterday it was a high class performance. This would be a low class baseball team if they didn't have Carlos Correa playing shortstop because yeah. Kyle Farmer, God love him. <laughs> uh, think of one hundred and forty games of him at, at shortstop compared to one hundred. 50 with Korea. Korea didn't miss until he got the thing at the end of the year. He'd played all but four games, too. He'd started all but four games at shortstop. So, yeah. uh, it, 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 I mean, it was a hellacious day, and the fans showed up. I mean, you looked, we'd all we'd heard, we were talking yesterday morning, you could go on stub up and get tickets for four bucks, and, uh, and, uh, it was a, it turned into a young crowd. I think a lot of, I think a lot of them went to Seat Geek and stub yeah. up and said, I can get in four bucks. Let's go down and drink some beer and raise hell and scream. And it's uh, great. It, it, it was, it was the polar opposite of the usual nervous, you know, think of any playoff game. It could be a Vikings game, could be a wild. Anytime mm-hmm. something bad starts to happen, it's that, it's that Minnesota sports fan pucker feeling that we all know yes. yesterday felt, and I was watching on TV. So, but I, I felt mm-hmm. it coming through the TV that, in moments where, oh, it looks like the Blue Jays got something going here. It was almost like the fans 
responded the other way by trying to trying to yeah. elevate the Twins players. Well, they did, and plus, I think it was it wasn't like the hardcore Twins. We we kind of thought only the yesterday that only the hardcore Twins fans were going to show up. This was the opposite. There were there were twelve thousand people there who don't go to Twins games, but they said, "Hey, yeah. uh, you know, something to do on a Tuesday." You know, it, yeah. so. it, it was a little bit like the uh, like the Vikings crowd that adopted Moss too. young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Royce, a few Royce coming up and Royce coming up and hitting mm-hmm. a whole run for him right away was like fed the, fed the uh, fed the whole thing that, you know, I, I wrote a piece though earlier this year, Phil, and we talked about it, about these people living downtown now, the 30 year old guys and the women that not married. Looking and they travel in packs, twenty of them, and they go to bars and they and they do stuff, and they were hanging out out at bar down there on the on the second level. Yeah, and uh, I think all those people came to the game. They could get in for six bucks, and they yeah. said, "Hey, let's go to the game." What the hell? We don't. It's, it's we a can fun get place out to of be. work. We don't have to go to the office anymore. We can tell them we're working <laughs> and go to the game. But they yeah. watched it though. That that was yes. the yeah. nice thing. They they didn't go to the bars and like you know they they actually sat in their, their seats. I can't remember Pat the last time I've been to a Twins game where it really felt like the majority of the crowd was hanging on every pitch, starting with the first pitch. And now people look upstairs in the you know the second deck in left field. They say, "Well, it's empty." It was half empty up there. It's always half empty up there. You got a ticket up there. You go down and stand someplace. You don't. You don't buy a ticket to stand up there in the sky. You, you, you go wander around the ballpark. That's it's all. When they had sellouts, you know, back in the day when they first opened that place, people said, what the hell am I doing up here? I'm going to go now where the action is. So, uh, yeah. You yeah, know, was, another thing we were talking about, we did, uh, we did vent line. Yes. Twins vent line yesterday. And, it was uh, it was probably eighty percent fans that were born like you know in the late nineties or early two thousands, yeah. and and then we had some fans that have been through the whole thing and and saw the World Series. But you know, for for fans that for this sort of younger generation that you're talking about, like the thirty year olds, the thirty two year olds, and younger, this is all they've known. All they've known is just getting bludgeoned in these playoff games, losing, and it's kind of crazy that it's been for for nineteen years. All of our twins conversations, Pat, have just had this cloud sitting over mm-hmm. them of can yeah. they do it this time? That nothing matters until they can. Now there's other clouds like go win a series for the first time in 20 sure. years and win a World Series for the first time in 30. But it's just bizarre that this cloud that's just been sitting above us for two decades for a full generation just lifted yesterday. Yeah. You know who was giddy? Uh, and, and you don't usually see him giddy. Falby. After the game, mm. he was he was in talking to Hot Rod McCormick, you know, the equipment guy who's been there through it all. And I mean, you could just see the, you know, I, this was how what how did this compare with the old times? You know, when the crowds were crazy, and he was uh, he was uh, you know, I I think you know, generally if they'd won the ball game three to one, and there'd been thirty two thousand people there, and it'd been a routine game, I I don't think we would have found him that way. But he was. They were so uh, they were so excited about the way the crowd reacted to that game that yes. it was uh, it was uh, and I mean Rocco was off the I mean Rocco was not like blowing smoke he was you know they almost split the place wide open you know they, it was apparently <laughs> louder than hell when they were in the dugout uh, yesterday so uh, it was yeah. yeah it was it was great and 
you know, now, of course, the uh, the people, the, the Star Tribune commenters will get their day today if the Twins turn around and get beat today. And, ah, they're the same old ones. But, uh, yeah. But Who plays was, third it, base for you today? Jorge's going to play again. He pretty well made that clear, don't you think? That uh, it was going to be. He, he's gonna I saw he said he'd be fine. Yeah. He's going to be putting back out there. And, you know, maybe he made his lousy play. But uh, I tell you what, the other thing. Uh, Correa at shortstop, you know, what are the two most important fielding positions? Shortstop and center field. And that guy's been pretty good out there. He can't, you know, he'll hit you 210 and hit a home run about once every other week. But he he saved their arse twice yesterday. So He covers for it. two guys too, Pat. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he literally covered, he tries to cover for Julian, and then he covers for Polanco now. Like, that's what, that's the incredible thing. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, – I, I was shocked. The one that – I mean, I didn't like the taking Kirloff off first base, although uh, uh, both Rocco and Falvey said Kirloff wouldn't have, dive, wouldn't have been able to dive. He can he, – he's not a good diver <laughs> at first base. He said so Solano, Solano had a better chance to make that play. But uh, – you know, I, I couldn't figure out why he took Walner out of the game in favor of Castro on left field. I, I, I think I'd rather have Walner's arm in the game than Castro. Although, you know, nothing, not much to complain about. Not much to complain about. Uh, yeah, Sonny, I think they were valuing range in that situation where if they could yeah, cut probably. a ball, cut a ball off from being a double, yeah. you know, yeah. that's my guess. So, and he likes, uh, you know, he he's decided that he's got this deep team. So they uh, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes they make enough moves that they end up with Christian Vasquez playing second base. So uh, <laughs> I was uh, I was very proud of the fact that Jeffers caught the game too. Weren't you? We went, uh, you know, maybe looking back at uh, seven previous uh, uh, series that this team played, the big problem was not getting any hits. So they decided right. to go. They decided to go offensively rather than defensively behind the plate. I, I like that move. Jeffers is. Jeffers didn't do anything, but he had some good swings yesterday, and uh, and I, I I I'd ride that way and let Christian pout a little bit. Who cares? You know the first inning because that's the trade off, right? When they when they roll the lineup out and it's all right, Julian's going to be because Royce has to DH, yeah. so we need Royce's bat in, and that's what won you the game. But that, but because of Royce at DH, we got to have Julian in the lineup. Yeah. You know, so he's going to play second, and then we're going to displace Polanco to a place he's not. And in the first, you guys mentioned the Polanco. Uh, throwing air Julian also without even thinking like didn't even think to go to second base they showed the wide angle on that yeah. ground ball I mean he had 10 steps to get the lead runner and then you had Kepler not calling off Kirilov on that first pop-up down yeah. the fall like you, it was like wow we're gonna start the game with three yeah. defensive miscues and and uh, you know I saw the Julian play too and we were talking about it and I want him to get the safe out <laughs> I agree you know but but you're right I mean, a real like yeah. it's a it's a major yeah. league team. Yeah, yeah, a major yeah. league I second mean, baseman gets the. Play. It's, a, it's yeah. probably not a major league play. It's a triple A play, right? Yeah. If you know, you, you know, if you're playing at Fort Myers, maybe you're going to do something idiotic. But yeah, it, it, you should have made the play. But the fact that he caught it was a highlight for me. <laughs> so uh, you know, he's uh, he is. Uh, 
I, I give him credit. He has improved a lot uh, in, in the field. Like, at, at the mere act of catching ground balls, he's gotten a letter. As long as he you don't have out, to go happy. into the exotic part of it. He is better at catching ground balls, which to me has always been a strong element of playing the infield. <laughs> you have to catch the ball, first of all, and he was not good at that. And uh, apparently they went out and worked with him a lot, had him on his knees doing that old, you know, hit the ball, you know, make your hands quicker. And, and he's, he's, uh, he's done that. I, I looked it up. There's four guys who are in the opening day lineup who aren't on the roster here. They, um, this, this is, this isn't the team we were bashing all year, you know, mm-hmm. uh, offensively or even in the lineup. I mean, they've made a lot of the three rookies have made a lot of changes in there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and Castro playing a lot more than he did early in the year. So they, uh, you know, they, this isn't the same team. This is, uh, this is, a, this is a, got a little more life in it. Uh, that's for sure. We've all been really hard on this show, on the twin show, all of us on Falvey front office, Rocco. We've, you know, we've, uh, we've not pulled many punches here now that you've kind of seen the way that the product has evolved and the young players have come up. Has your opinion, Pat evolved at all in like the last two or three months on some of these guys? Well, they've, you know, they've been right on some draft picks. Uh, they, you know, they still got a lot of, they still urinated away a lot of money getting pitchers who had bad arms and uh yeah. you know tyler and talents and you can't ever defend the tyler malley trade because he don't you know they said well how were they supposed to know well he'd been shut down for 10 days twice that year and uh yeah i i don't know they're drafting what's on the way because sunny gray isn't gonna i, I heard yesterday that they're gonna have to uh, they're not their payroll's not going up because they're losing that valley 40 million and uh that that has not been made up for they're going to have to make some adjustments in their future planning some and financial uh, adjustments this uh, yes, so they'll yes. qual- they'll, but, they'll qualify not, him and get the draft pick with Sonny Gray oh yeah they'll, they'll qualify yeah, him. yeah but so they, that, that's going to be their that offer. draft pick thing isn't nearly the same either is it it's like I, I don't think it's a big deal anymore getting that draft pick but uh yeah, they've uh, they're gonna have a little uh, you know the bullet. I, I I never blamed them for this. You, you're uh, you're a lot of your. Uh, I mean, they got they got the shirts up for thirty six million. They, it's gonna be hard to get under one hundred and forty, but they, I don't think it's going up for a couple of years. So, but Patrick, get another, get another as you wrote TV deal. as you wrote a few weeks back. Royce Lewis changes everything. Like that's yes, the does. thing. Like, like we can talk about. And look, Julian's been, re, you know, uh, really good at the plate. Walner adds power, but your column was spot on. Royce Lewis changes the entire feeling about yes. this team. And without him, we are we are bitching today about another game in which the Twins didn't score. Yes, runs. and it, yesterday he changed everything with the crowd. I mean, the crowd was right. Okay. They were fired up, but he comes up and hits a screaming line drive to run over. Yeah. But even, even in the player intros and the play, like everyone's kind of coming out, you know, and he, and he comes out like a, like Ray Lewis out of the tunnel, you know, just come on, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, uh, you know, he hits the home run and, uh, I mean, all of a sudden everybody was sitting there, I mean, you know, they were happy to be there and everything. All of a sudden, it's like, uh, how did, and then, 
<laughs> excuse me. To me, the second one was more amazing. That he oh, yeah. goes he goes off that ribbon board up in the second deck on a pitch away that was a fastball that basically was a little late on. How he is strong. I had no idea he was this strong. Well he, he wasn't did. he wasn't this strong three, four it years. It is ago. an amazing and I, we I got a bunch of quotes from Rocco. He answered this question. Uh here, here's how smart I am. I had all these Rocco quotes left that I kept in my emails for like three weeks. And I killed them. I was trimming out my email yesterday and I threw them out no. before the game. So, but about the idea that this guy who has played so little, you know, 2020, no season, 2021, no season, 2022, a third of a season before he has new surgery. How did he get that much better as a hitter? You know, it's, it's crazy. It, it, it's incredible that he, he is, he wasn't. He wasn't a natural gifted hitter like Kirillov. He was a, you know, that swing needed work. And it's now, now he's, I'll tell you one thing, he's smart. He's, uh, uh, he's guessing, he's not guessing as much as he's thinking along with the pitcher that, okay, you know, let's see what's he going to try to do here. But he also has got himself in a situation where he can adjust and, uh, it, it, yeah, it has. He's. Uh, I was reluctant, obviously, to put him in that category, but you know, you got Jefferson, you got Anthony Edwards, and now you got him. I, I would put Kaprizov in a different category, but you, you, you now got this kid. Is you know, he's going to bring he's going to bring a younger crowd to the ballpark if he's this good. He is. He's the. I mean, I again, I born in nineteen eighty five. When my dad yeah. asked if I wanted to go to a Twins game, it was I wanted to see Curry Rock. Puckett. You yeah. know, like that's I think he and Johan had a little of that too. You got to go see Johan pitch, but that's not Clark, every day. Clarky Griffith uh, texted me after the first home run and said, uh, "So we now have seen the rise of the next puck, <laughs> the yep. next bucket, and uh, that's kind of a kind of the feeling everybody had is uh, now." I have to see if it's if it's if it's lasting, but it's certain. Let's stay healthy, and uh, obviously, I was wrong when I said don't play him if he isn't healthy and if he can't run, because I thought okay, Rocco's pregame comments kind of made it sound like he could run, but he, then you saw him jog to first base on that last ground ball, so uh, they're they they basically it sounded like told him not to. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. My, Michael K mentioned that that in their pregame preparation mm-hmm. that that if fans see Royce Lewis loafing to first base, he's being told you can loaf yeah. to first base. Don't. Here's do the question: stupid. If he's on second, and uh, you know, if he's on second in the sixth inning, this happened yesterday. Then they score him on a single. You know, yeah. or do you pinch they... run him? Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh, Kepler on first, Royce on second base. There was a fly ball uh, that was going to be the third out and he didn't run and Kepler actually came up his back and said something and he started to jog, but yeah, no, if, if there is a single, he does not score. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe left center gap single or something like that. But, yes. If he can uh, walk home, but, that, it'll, but that's it'll it. be, uh, yeah, but I'm okay with it turned that. out. They wouldn't have scored a lot of runs without him yeah. yesterday. So, uh, yeah, well, yeah. the rest, the rest said, of the lineup looked, be, all we'd be doing is saying, "Why well, got this team hit in the postseason? What a bunch of clowns!" You know? yep. 
He was the. Oh, he can just trot. That's okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Jose today. That's interesting. Oh, we're, are we going to get the fired up, uh, wired up, uh, Jose? Uh, Jose's got oh, yeah. a tendency to get a little nervous once in a while. So uh, yes, he does. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, I would imagine the Twins are probably favored today. I'm six five, something like that. Probably favored today. They better win today because uh, I don't know, but I don't know if you want to turn this loose. The guy, I tell you, the guy I like on that other side is Bo Bichette. Oof, he made, he tried to make the play, and Correa got him out. But that guy, he can. He can hit it a long way, and he can hit that dunk better than anybody, man. He's a he's a good hitter. But yeah, yeah. Bullpen. Griffin Jack's been ripping him all year. Hey, he goes through the middle of the order there when the first guy hits a double, and you say, uh-oh. And then he uh, he threw the hell out of it in the eighth inning. This bullpen we've been talking about in good shape. Uh, this, this vast. I, I look back, one of those games they lost, I was looking back at the games they lost in their uh, – when they hooked Barrios in the uh, which game was it? The guy they brought in was Cody Stashek. Yeah, for when two inning, for two innings, for two innings, for two innings. You ain't getting Cody Stashek with this crew, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. with this bullpen. You're not. Uh, you don't have to go to. I don't. Nothing against Cody, but if Cody's your first choice in a tie game in the playoffs after five innings. Ah, uh, you're not in too good a shape out there in the pen. That's for sure. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, well, Pat, uh, thank we we shuffled your schedule around. So appreciate you uh, accommodating here. We know you have to go, and well, so we, we'll uh, we'll we do will, it again. Uh, do this again tomorrow, and uh, wouldn't it be something if they don't have to play till Saturday in Houston? That'd it be nice. Be, uh, that place will be rocking and rolling today, though, if they give them an excuse to. Because uh, you know everybody. Everybody saw and read and noted how much fun people had at the game yesterday, so they'll be there today, right? Yep. Get that okay. get that momentum going. All right, maybe Pat. at real maybe at real prices, not four bucks or something. <laughs> yeah, they might be a little more expensive today. Let's see. All right, gentlemen. A happy score north show. Boy, those are rare, aren't they? <laughs> I know, right? When, when we can go through a whole show and Judd's not negative. I mean, I hey, and by the way, it's has. official, right? Taylor's coming to town. Oh, is it official? It, yeah, I think it's official. Everybody, I was hearing it yesterday. She said she was coming to town. Oh, really? Uh, Michigan. I, you might be the breaking tw- news to us. I, I, that's what I heard yesterday. It's official. She's coming to town. I think I, maybe hope, it hasn't been announced. But the, the inside, the inside among the TV guys is to be prepared. I guess. Okay. That right. Taylor's coming. Well, to yeah, town. they got to be prepared. Yeah. yeah. Get that yeah. security they be there. Deploy the extra cameras. Yes. Yes. All right. See ya. All right. Royce Unchained, presented by our friends at Summit Orthopedics. So if you're looking to get back in the lineup and uh, eradicate some pain, whether it's back, neck, spine, knee, shoulders, whatever it is, no referrals are needed. And Summit Orthopedics offers same-day appointments. If you're really hurting, they also offer walk-in urgent care from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m., 25 locations across the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. Learn more at summitortho.com, summitortho.com.